AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. 
The Fighting Cock is back. We cover Everton at home, youth triangles. We take a look at our transfer window debacle. How would you like to be found dead? And my parents' sex tape. Come on, you Spurs. Debacle. Yeah. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Oh, it's episode five, season five of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Good Hello. evening. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. Still can't win a fucking game of football. No. Just one good treat. Oh, win a game this season. Yeah, no. I Don't need to. Just want three points. Not not three points from drawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three points from a game. Yeah. Three games unbeaten. Yeah. That's well, the way you got to look at it that way, mate. We could go Printables. We could go. <laughs> The rest of the season unbeaten and yeah. only finished with like 36 points or something. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that happens. Yeah, anyway. that would be good. Yeah. It would be special. But it would be rememberable. Rememberable? Rememberable. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Memorable. Memorable. It would be rememberable. I prefer my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Alex? Yeah, I'm alright. You've had um, debacle with your skip. Oh, it's fucking me off. Why? Right. Well, you went. you rent a skip. Right, because you got shit to throw away, right? I spent 200 quid on this skip. Yeah. Right, I live in a fairly respectable road. I mean, there's... there's. What there's... have you found in the skip? Uh, rugs. Yeah. Armchair. An armchair! <laughs> if someone was to walk past and you're eating a pack of Monster Munch, you think, oh, I'll finish with this pack, I'll just put it in the skip. Fine. Right? <laughs> but don't just be coming in, driving up, obviously, because they carried it, driving up and putting it in the skip. Come and knock on the door Didn't and ask. I might a, say, yeah. Didn't you see a, a well-dressed Italian man throwing a, <laughs> a, 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 a young-looking boy in there and then you looked and Eric, Eric Lamella's leg <laughs> yeah. dangling out? Oh, I thought you were talking about Barney. Go <laughs> <laughs> chuck a picture of Pato in there. Out of everyone, uh, all the players left at Spurs, who should go in the skip? Ooh. Addy Bayo? Yeah. Get in the fucking skip. Yeah. Um... Yedlin, but I know he's gone he's on loan, but I've put him in there, yeah. He's useless. Yeah, he's, he's no good to anyone, is he? He hasn't done anything yet. What? Exactly. Wait. Well, he's just, he's not there to play, is he? He's there to sell shirts. Fazio. Fazio, get in the skip. Yeah. Anyone else? Big, I'm going to call it big here. <laughs> Harry Kane, get in the skip. <laughs> no goals, four games. What are you doing? You what with uh, Fazio and his strength, though, to be fair, you wouldn't be able to get him in the skip. You know, like, you know, like cats if you try and bath them, and they've got their legs on either yeah. side, and you try and push them with the body, and you just can't get him Fazio. He'd go, no. be an yeah. element of surprise, and he's not looking, just wallop. Yeah. He'd go, he'd go, uh, he'd go rigid, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rigor mortis. Plank the skip. <laughs> How you doing, Rick? Yeah, not bad, not bad, I'm all good. Your, uh, your, your, your daughter had a first swimming lesson? Yeah, daughter had first swimming lesson, proud moment. Yeah. Also, uh, another a proud moment in your uh, parental calendar, I suppose, is school photos. And uh, Flav was round my house the other day and I had to show him that my daughter had her first school photos. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. And yeah. it's the moment that you're looking for. And, and uh, my missus brought home the photo and looked at it and we just both cried with laughter <laughs> uh, because it looks like she's had a stroke. <laughs> She's, she's smiling with one side of her face and the other side she's just drooped down. She just didn't know what to do. <laughs> didn't know what to do. Did what? you both Did you both but, just openly laugh? Yeah, or did you yeah, like look at each other? just crying with laughter. Like, what is she doing? See, I, I was laughing. Everyone was laughing. It was, it was, it was a jolly old laugh. Yeah. <laughs> While she was there. And your, your daughter was lying on the sofa and she was like, Gary, Gary... It's not even funny. <laughs> Four years old. Nice. It's not even funny. I was like, oh shit, I've got better stop laughing here. <laughs> T, 
Hey, how's your week been? I'm good. I'm not drunk for a change. Good. For the last two, I've been you know hungover and drunk, but now I'm I'm, I'm semi-normal. Good. You feel all right? Are you happier than you was yeah, last week? Yeah, happier. That's the main um, Yes, yes, yes. You were proper miserable last mm. week. Um, I didn't mean to be. You just was though. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't mean to be. Kind of like a default position, and sometimes you raise above it. It's, it's no, I mean, I'm in fairly good spirits today. Um, obviously, there's arguments, you know, with the window shutting, but we'll get to that. Okay, uh, I, I spent the day with Bull Street. We were doing the transfer deadline day. Um, I was on there, looking sexy, bit blotchy. Yeah, did you were blotchy. Yeah, he was yeah. manspreading on the fucking couch, wasn't mm. he? Last, last thing of his legs are Kimber, didn't you? So you could see, mm. uh, see a ball the, tack. For the people that don't know, who are Bull Street? Bull Street are a, 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 a... They're essentially a sports media company. They make their money by pushing brands and giving them exposure. But what they do with their money, which is what I'm interested in, um, not the money, uh, is the, the the work they do with fan channels. So they got us involved. We've been talking to them for about a year. And they essentially bring all of what they consider to be the best fan channels together to produce content rather than just going to pundits and... You know, the boring kind of stuff, you know, instead of listening to Paul Merson dribble out mm. uh, his opinion on clubs, they go to the fans. And I think that's a good thing. And I think the stuff they produce is good. Yeah. So, it's a, good so a lot more, for me, it's a lot more respected, a lot more real. They, the people that do these things are the actual people that sit in the stands and, and exactly. know exactly what's going on within the football club and how people feel rather than your fucking ex-gooners and scousers. Mm. That dominate the yeah. football in. To be media. fair, I think three of the presenters yeah. they were scousers. They're yeah. just good at, at presenting shit. And there's a lot of Arsenal fans that are <laughs> bullshit, obviously. But it was good. I watched it today. I it's it was like watching an eighties stand-up comedy show. You remember in the eighties, like Stan Boardman and Jimmy Tarver, <laughs> yeah. all these all these scouse <laughs> comedians. Put like that all over again, didn't they? You know. Uh, yeah, and that, and they're putting money back into fan-made content, and that's only a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, teachers made me laugh like eight <laughs> Jimmy Tarver. <laughs> Sex between two people is a beautiful thing. <laughs> With three, it's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so give them a follow at Bull Street and subscribe to their YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to be doing lots more stuff with them going forward. Okay, um, 1882. Right. The game against Arsenal is not going to be an 1882. The whole point of 1882, actually, not the point, the the, the only way it works is if the game isn't likely to sell out. That means we can block buy together. As everyone saw when they were buying tickets this morning, it was, it was impossible. Everyone was in queues. And in order for people who, who consider themselves to be a part of 1882 to buy together, you need to be able to do it at one time. So yeah. it was never going to work. Um, so as, although it's really nice people showing an interest in it, I can't respond to everybody asking if, a, if Arsenal's going to be in 1882. So it, it isn't going to be. Um, anyway... How did you feel about the draw when it came out? Um, I was... It, it's, it's always... It's difficult because you want it and you don't want it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then... Like anal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly like it. Exactly yeah. like it. Um, you kind of... You know, we were drawn out at home and if, if we're drawn out at home, I'm pretty much... I don't give a fuck who we play. So we can turn anyone over at home, but then when they rang, read their name out, I was like, for fuck's sake. I, I had a moment of feeling very sick. Yeah. The first, my first feeling was just the sick sickness that went into bravado, courage, <laughs> and then belief. Yeah. And now I just think we're going to smash them to bits yeah. on and off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- do you know what I love? Uh, I love the idea. I think someone tweeted this. I can't remember I saw it. The idea of Arsenal fans having to walk down Seven Sisters Road 
in the night. Yeah. 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 Oh god, is there nothing better? The Walking fear. back probably would be a <laughs> fear. Because you remember the last time they, like, they all hate that. They hate they hate pa- uh, Park Lane. Yeah. When they're walking along the yeah. they've been funneled into <clears throat> a tunnel of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I, I mean I won't condone people throwing coins and bottles because someone can get genuinely hurt. Yeah. But shoes. Yeah. Shoes are fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bung your shoes over there. Shoes off. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do you feel, T, when it came out? Um, I'd rather not have drawn them at this early stage. But, um, Why? It's, I don't know. I'd rather just have like, you know, an easy. You know, maybe when the game means something in the latter stages, I'd probably prefer that. It's easy. Someone tweeted, and Ricky retweeted it. Um, someone said it's like the football factory. Do you remember the scene where, yeah, they, yeah. where they draw their local rivals? It yeah. felt a bit like that yeah. when, when, when the draw came out. But. You know, we're playing and not much we can really do about it and it should be fun. It will be fun, up until, you know... Well, no, it's not like the last time it was 4-1. Yeah, that, I don't, that's I don't not concentrating on that. But let's talk about what the time when it was 5-1. It was one of my greatest memories yeah. ever following I loved spoke. it. I love drawing them. <laughs> I can't, I, every draw we ever have, I want them at home. Away is a bit different because it's... I don't like going there and it's... Yeah, it's, it's away. But at home, every draw we ever have, I always want them at home. So it's such a shame you can't go. It is a shame I can't go. Thanks for that, you cunt. <laughs> you going, Ricky? Yeah, mate. Yeah, you going? Yep. I'm oh, go- for fuck's I'm sake! Going. Even you're going. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I am, I am going. I got tickets this morning. I can't fucking wait. Mm. Oh <laughs> yes, just yes. Fucking <laughs> hell, you cunts! Oh, good. Fuck it, I'm actually lobbing on a little bit. Mm? The tiny, the tiny I little seeds. I've got a bit red as well. I just fuck. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> give them to me. Anyway, um, we've got a question from Rob White. Can I not read a question that's aimed at me? Can someone else read it? I haven't got the running order. I'll read it. <laughs> have you got, have you got, got it there? Yeah, go on. No, I'll read it. Ricky, give me it. All right. That's half, by the way. Go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just seeing where it is. Mm. Flab, it looks like you've passed the halfway point for your average male UK life expectancy. Congratulations. How many titles do you see us winning in the 41 years that you've got left? I'm not 41. 80. Oh. So, I don't know what who, who made that tweet, but that was silly. <laughs> oh, was it you? Was it Ricky? <laughs> <Yeah. or that? laughs> Do you have the idea that you're halfway through your life? That yeah. is terrifying. Well, let's not talk about no, that. No, let's not. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, to answer the question, no. Probably not. I mean, if football... If football would have to collapse, it would have to capitulate in order for something like that to happen. We're no longer in a time where... A, a kind of billionaire owner will, will come and guarantee you a title so you know fin- financial fair plays in, exists so probably probably not it might happen but it's not likely and I'm okay with that do you care yeah yeah I'm, I'm fine with that <laughs> whatever yeah. well you didn't get into supporting Tottenham for winning titles so or, or, glory. or yeah. happiness or the glory <laughs> well not, not the archetypal glory or stereotypical yeah. glory there's other glorious things that happen at football clubs um, I, was, I was talking to someone today actually and he was talking about his best time being a Palace fan and he said when they went into administration he mm. said that you, I've, he's never had a, a kind of stronger unity a feel of unity in uh, his club where the back's against the walls and all the, all the fans got together and you know they lost all their players they didn't even have a full squad to start the season with and they got bought out by people that were Palace and they had a quality he said he was talking about one specific game against Sheffield Wednesday when they were two one up, uh, two one down, and they nicked a goal to stay up. And it was just like he said, it, it must have felt like winning the league, or what it would be like yeah. to win the league. So it doesn't matter; it's all relative. Whatever club you have, 
That's moments a, of glory. That's, it's, it's kind of a bit of a shame that our, our glory has to be qualifying for the Champions League because that's that's a bit shit, isn't it? Well, that's what I was going to say. I think last week we, we said about... I can't remember whether you said it was your man or someone else that had mentioned it about when Spurs got relegated and they found they'd never felt a bigger unity between the fans. The fans were like, right, all right, we're in this shit position. What can we do about it? We either piss and moan about it or we all get together now and go, right, this is our situation for the next six, seven, eight months. Let's all get behind the team and let's do what fans are meant to do. And I think that kind of resonates today, actually, now that a window is suddenly shut and we have what we have and hopefully that's what will happen. Well, um, I've been to a few Liverpool fans of late, and um, I was saying to them that them finishing second is the worst thing that could have happened to them because it just made that the expectancy is the same as <coughs> in the Champions League. And actually, I think they wrote, I think, eight books were written about that season that they finished second. Eight books? Roughly, yeah. For fuck's about finishing sake. second. So, uh, <laughs> so it's what? amazing. It's amazing what people derive glory and success yeah. from. Man needs to put food on the table, isn't it? Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. People are going to read it. It's true. Write it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much a decent answer, I think. Hmm? Yeah. No, no. Um, Europa League draw, we've got Anderlecht, Monaco and Karabag. And, uh, Who? Karabag. <laughs> uh, over in Azerbaijan. Nice. And, uh, nice. Is it true over £1,000 to fly there? Yeah, direct? roughly. You need to get a visa as well. Mm. <laughs> what? You have to get a visa. You can't just go. No. Watch the game and get out. No, no. Nah. I, 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 I know someone attempting to go, but he has to get yeah. a visa. Well, yeah. Do you reckon he'll be the only one? Um, he'll be one of probably about a hundred. Azerbaijan's not a bad place. I see it advertised on the side of taxis in town. Like you know, come to Azerbaijan. That's Barcelona. You're reading it wrong. There is. So I mean, whoever goes out there is a fucking legend. I mean, I'd love to do it. I'd, 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 if, I, if it was possible, if, I, if money was no object, yeah. you'd do it. Korobug. Yeah. We're already spending a large amount of money going to go into Monaco. We're man. off to Monaco. Um, yeah, I, went, I was a little bit under the influence when I went, yeah, fuck it, book it. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was mullered, actually. Yeah, do you know what, right? We booked it. Flav rang me and was like, book it, out. Book it, I'll come with you. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, book it. Right, and then on the WhatsApp group, everyone's like, Flav's making this decision in a really, really poor state. And I was like, shit, I've just spent a load of money here on my credit card booking these flights. And that's, so you're, you're coming, yeah? Of course I'm coming, okay. I'm yeah. there. I wound him up a little bit about it and I felt a bit guilty. You were scaring me, <laughs> saying he won't even make the plane. What? Why is this, <laughs> is this guy, is it, have I got a reputation of not following know. through on this? I don't yes. know, Dave, you're longer than I have. <laughs> I always follow through. Mm. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was sexual for a minute, but it's about shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. I'm fucking, I'm going. Yeah, I'm there. Good. Are you going to follow through? Of course I will. All right. Yeah, I don't waste money, pal. Why aren't you two going? Knockout stages, mate. That's for me. Because uh, oh, you're think, a glory I, hunter. I don't you're think I get a ticket from Monaco. Yeah, you will. Like they, the allocation. The allocation might be relatively small, but they they don't even fill their ground. They got a shit support. Yeah, well, I thought they had like a, an attendance of like. Well, I thought the, the capacity is eighteen thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they take ten thousand a game. Do they? Fifteen, yeah. maybe. It's a principal. Yeah, but the principality. They're full of Spurs. Yeah, they'll be coming to watch it. I think... I, I, I don't think they will. Um, <laughs> I, I think we'll get a ticket. If not... <laughs> We've got tickets. Watch it in a pub. I've sorted that, don't worry. No, yeah? yeah? No, watch it on a super yacht. Yeah, I've got a ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> on a super yacht. What? We can flag our way onto a super yacht. I'm definitely going on a yacht. Mm. It might not might be allowed. It might be yeah. during the, the dark times. Yeah. But I'll be on there. So it was I'm a like, good draw, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was a good draw. they're a good team, Monaco. I was, 
I was going to say, um, and Delect is a replay of the 1984 yep. UEFA Cup final. Um, and they're top after six games as well, so there are no mugs. This is what we want from the Europa League. You know, my frustration with the Europa League. knocked out of the group. Oh, yeah, but just to have these these types of games against teams like there's a bit this. of history behind it, because you yeah. might, might have the 1984 team come out before the game. It's all very well. So if you were to have a bit exactly. of atmosphere. It's all very well playing the sheriffs and all the rest of the randoms that we've, that we've played but that's what the main frustration when I think with people with Europa League is unless we get dragged down to that level I think we'll probably play better against better teams in it um, have the change how the draws been done this year how we've got because normally we need to get like Asteris and I don't think I so don't but I think it was five isn't it usually five teams in a group mm. that was before that was a while back that's not uh, well no I don't think so. it was a we- it's a weird draw how they do it yeah. I must admit but I'm not sure what's changed because in the Champions League the champions are the seats yeah. whereas yeah. before Arsenal would be a seat and they'd so now they've changed it. I don't know if it's the same for. I'm not 100 percent sure. To be honest, I must admit. But that was a good draw. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Not, not guaranteed to go through. But I think we will. <coughs> well, um, we see more of Delhi Ali, so that'd be nice. Yeah. Karabag and Monaco are hopefully going to be uh, 18 80 I'm sure Karabag will. But that's the first game, isn't it? Yeah, that'll definitely be. Um, but Monaco apparently have good away support. Despite oh, right. feel like this is this is what I've read on Twitter. All right, okay. so may or may not, be true. <laughs> but whatever. If if we can do it, we will do it. Yeah, um, but certainly uh, quarrel bags. So as soon as those tickets go on sale, um, get by. Yeah, block thirty five, um, Everton. So yes. how did you feel? You watched the game? I did belatedly. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was <clears throat> it was a, it was actually an entertaining nil nil. I'd say. Um, a lot's been made about us dropping these points but I don't think we've been playing that bad this season I think you said earlier on on Borchie people think that we've been like playing really really badly but we've not been playing badly or just not been putting our chances away I mean there's a stat doing the rounds that we've had the most shots on goal without them without anything going in mm. so we're actually <laughs> creating chances but no it, it was a good game and um, on another day we could have won it I've, I get I agree with you I thought it was a nil-nil I thought it was it was an entertaining game. I watched it with a with a couple of United fans actually, and you know they were um, they were saying you know this is this is entertaining. You know is this is this how you've been playing for the other games? I thought well, kind of not not really, but there's bits of it in there. But I thought we would. I thought it was great. I thought Mason, Bentaleb, and Dyer. I thought they were all great. I really liked that kind of triangle mm. of of Mason, uh, Bentaleb, and Dyer. Really, really good. I thought Mason for the first half and a proportion of the second half was just excellent. What I, what I really like about Mason, and again, I, I, I keep saying it about us not being able to commit to movement and we always look better when there's runners that go past and actually get in and in behind the other team's defence. But, but he does that for us mm. and he, he makes sure he does it. And that is what Bentaleb, uh, what uh, Dembele, sorry, should be able to to supplement. But but he did in times on Saturday. But no, I thought Mason was, was excellent. Um. <clears throat> I went to the game on Saturday, and with the amount of chances we had, we should have been out of sight, really. Mm. How it was nil-nil, I, I do not know. Um, again, I thought I thought we played really well. Um, I thought we retained retained the ball well, and you know there were. I wouldn't say there was individual kind of outstanding performance. I think we played well as a team, and I don't think there was a single person that was absolutely. Atrocious that I would single out anyway, but um, what's been happening? And it was it was evident at Everton game and Stoke game where we where we play and we we kind of uh, breaking forward. There's a lot of ball to feet, and there there isn't anyone playing someone in. 
behind uh, behind the line. Mm. So what you were saying about Mason uh, playing in that further forward position, mm. he was actually <clears throat> making runs behind the defence, and uh, um, the balls were going over the top to yeah. him. And I kind of thought that's why we'd signed Paulinho at the time because he was going to yeah. make these late runs and be this box to box player. But at the moment, when you you give the ball to Chadley or Lamella or someone else on the wing, they're more comfortable with the ball coming into their feet and then they don't pass it into space beyond them. Yeah. So it's kind of... I'm, I'm really interested to see uh, Sun or Son, however you want to pronounce it, and, and, and G and J, whatever his name is. Clinton. Again, um, they, these types of players actually run past the defence and look for Absolutely. the ball to come in. So I think with that in mind... And also, the defence is going to have to think... The opposition defence is going to have a lot more to think about because it's not just going to be people playing in front of you. They're actually going to have to look out behind them as well. Mm -hmm. well. I was really enjoying Alex Fiscan. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that we're like talking to other people. I just feel like we're in the pub No, I like to carry Sorry. on. Please carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sorry, T. Uh, I was going to say, when Deli Ali came on, that made a lot of difference. So Deli Ali is someone who does what Ricky has said. He's, he's happy to gamble with runs and gamble with taking people on. And Mason is someone who's quite brave in that way. I mean, he had, um, he had a chance in the first half, which, which Howard did well to save from. And Dembele is someone who doesn't run being a defence enough. So um, hopefully over time, you know, we'll... You know, the goals will, the goals will come. That's the perfect way of describing, <coughs> I think, Mason's performance on Saturday and, and the difference between him and someone like Dembele and, and some of the other players is, is brave. Because he, he will commit to it and he, know, he knows what he wants to do to try and to try and create those chances. And, and we created chances. I mean, a lot's been said about the, the lack of creativity that, that we've had and just in that final third. But I, I wasn't quite as concerned about it because we had, there was numerous chances. Obviously, we know what happened with, 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 with Harry's one-on-one. -on -one. I think it was just a probably a slightly poor first touch but um, but we still created chances I mean we had 20 shots on target uh, 20 shots on goal only 6 on target but they're there and those situations are happening and hopefully as, as Rick said with, with NG and Son and if we're going to play more that way and hopefully with a little bit more width when those two come in as well then those, those goals will come We've also got to um, talk about I mean Ericsson didn't, hasn't played the last couple of games mm -hmm. as well and we're still creating chances I do think we kind of miss his, his ingenuity but we've done we don't done all that without him what the, fuck, what the fuck's happened with him? Well, he's not left, so that's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a worry, wasn't it? Yeah. He might just be injured. Like, you know, I, I know there's like this big conspiracy theory. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, is he injured? Isn't he injured? Yeah, but what, what's he injured with? Knee. He's, uh, uh, his leg. Yeah. Uh, his leg? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good to have Rose back. I love Rose. Yeah, he, is, he yeah. was excellent. I mean, it's a bit of a childish thing, but who's your favourite Spurs player? My, mine is Danny Rose. Uh, Love him. Yeah, Harry Kane's like an obvious favourite player, but Danny Rose is certainly is. But just because I like, I like, I think he's a winner. I think he's one of those that if we're playing shit or bad, he doesn't mind kicking someone up in the air to get himself going again. Yeah, absolutely. I think it changes every other month, but um, right now it is Danny Rose. Danny Rose plays like a fan. Um, I thought a lot of the threat came from Kone, and Kone gave him a hard time, and he stuck to his task very well. I mean. I say narrowly came out on top, but he did have a tough time in the end, you know, because it, it was his first start. It was his first start of the season, I think? Because I think Davis has been playing for the last few, so yeah, I think it's his first right. start. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. All things considered, he done all right, considering it's his first nine minutes. Uh, my favourite player at the moment at Spurs has got to be Lloris. <laughs> um, but going back to your point about Kone, the geese is a fucking beast. It's a handful, an absolute battering yeah. ram. And someone like Danny Rose, who stood him up, 
showed him to the line and uh, kind of like went shoulder to shoulder with him and got the ball off him, mm. stood his ground. I was like, fuck, that's, that's unreal. Like, someone of Danny Rose's stature against Kone and he, and he was still like taking him on and, and nicking the ball off him. I was like, fair play, son. I think, I think that highlights of how well Danny Rose did against, against Kone as well because whenever he got passed on to Vertonghen, uh, when he ever come inside and for that header that went through, I think Jan really, really struggled with him, struggled with his movement, struggled with his strength. So I was just laughing because <laughs> he said, come inside. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say that. Uh, <laughs> Toby and... <laughs> Uh, 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 that's good. Toby and actually handled Lukaku quite well. He had, he had a very quiet game. Um, the biggest worry we had coming into the season was our defence, and we've been by and large been defensively sound. We walked with a brain fart early on, which um, they missed. Mm. But defensively, we had, I think the triangle of um, Toby Yan and Eric Dyer handled handled their attacking threat very well. I'd say. I really like Toby. He's just so quietly he's, efficient. He's our best signing in a while, yeah. in my opinion. Fantastic. Um, you know, you were saying about Walker there, the, the brain farting, and hit like last season he admits that he didn't have a great season and injury and stuff like that. And we bought uh, Trippier as, as a replacement right back, or to um, you know to challenge his position. I mean, I'm not really that much of a stat man, but Trippier's crossing into the box the accuracy or something is like really, really good. And I'd like to see how well Trippier would do of putting. Balls into the really box. Harsh, harsh to drop Walker. No, I know, but I'd like, like to yeah. see. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're intrigued because we haven't seen I'd, him yet. I'd absolutely. Like to see yeah. how what the dynamics of him. Do you will ever play again? Carabag. He'll play against Carabag. Carabag. Yeah, that's, that's a headline waiting to write. Something that Tottenham can't fight their way out of Carabag. Uh, uh, oh, good. that's good. Good. I like stole it off Twitter off someone. I'm not sure who, but you made it straight from Bristol. Into the microphone. They made it a hot line. He made it a hot song in the words of Jay Z. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um, yeah, Eric Dyer. Brilliant. Brain had a barn, barnstormer. Yeah. He, he even murdered them cleverly. So double whammy. Yeah. What do you think about the tackle? Brilliant. Agricultural. Nothing wrong with it. Agricultural, but I don't think he intended to to injure him. There's nothing wrong with that. It was strong. He won the ball. Yeah. And and that's all that matters. Who was? I think on Talksport. I don't know. If, I don't know who it was. But listening to the game on Talksport, the guy said it was an absolutely horrendous challenge, and I thought, shut up. Was, well, it, was it Saggers? I don't know who it is. Ray Parler. I don't know who his people are. They're all twice. It wasn't a footballer, it was some. I don't know if it was Durham or. Mickey Quinn. No. Was... Well, he's not a footballer. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, I thought he was excellent. And he's. He, I like him for the same reason I like Danny Rhodes as well. Someone gives him a bit of mouth, he's straight on it back. Mm. Does, doesn't get bullied by anyone. Because Lukaku wanted Go, it. Yeah, he did. For nothing, really, when you look back at it. But he was uh, flying into tackles. Wanted it, love it. I thought he was really, really good. Maybe he is the defensive midfielder that we need. I'm not sure. I he could be. So. I'm not sure, but, but he yeah. had a great I game. Think, I think, yeah, yeah. I, he 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 had a great game, and he's been having some good games. But for me, I just think um, the way he's built and his mobility. I think um, I don't know. Sometimes he, can, he he's very hard in the tackle. And it can come in either Hello. quite late and dying to you. Pardon the tackle. But Rick, is it about him being? A t- you think he's a defender, but actually, no, no, no. Pochettino I, realizes he's much more. No, no, it's n- not about that at all. I just think that <clears throat> the size of the guy. Um, I just don't think he is as mobile across getting to getting to where he needs to. I think when he does get there, 
Um, he can like slam straight into the tackle because he's a defender and he's used to just going straight in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a, a kind of a, a more experienced professional uh, defensive midfielder would normally stay on their feet and shepherd the she, you know sh- shield the defenders. <laughs> Last season, um, Dar started at, um, at right back and he scored against West Ham sort of his QPR. Mm. And then he had a bit of a stinker against Liverpool and then the Newcastle game happened and then he eventually got moved back into the middle. This season, so far, he was doing all right. But he'll probably have a game where he just gets completely torn apart. I remember Ledley King was um, a defensive midfielder for a while for Club yes. and Country. Mm. I remember he and, he played against, and he played against Riquelme and got absolutely raped. He and got, he never got played, never played that again. He also got... He also oh, got, fuck's sake. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he didn't even realise. Yeah, no, That's what I'm so good about. Look at it our faces. Fucking look, we don't, no one pays for this shit. Freedom of speech, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah he got destroyed. He got destroyed. Um, but he... He, King also had a, a, a terrible game against Wigan if I, in that position. Was that? Did we lose that one nil? It was when we decided to buy Palacios for ten million after that game. Drew, was, was that a three-five-two? We were just like remember. Palacios had a good game against Spurs. Ten million. Do you want yeah, yeah. <laughs> fourteen. Actually. That was a nil-nil. I remember that game. Yeah. I can't remember <laughs> that that triangle verse I said earlier with with Dyer, Mason, and Bentley. There'll be there will be times where Dyer does have a stinker or Ben like as Bentley oh. did against United, but. This is what I like, and we'll get onto the whole transfer window and, and what the kind of consequences of what's happened today are. But that that triangle kind of really excited me that we could perhaps build the build the <laughs> triangle fan- excited you. <laughs> build I don't the get fan- it. No, I don't get it. Well, because the triangle looks like a, a vagina. vagina. Yeah. Oh, you child! Really? What? <laughs> I'll never grow up. Yeah, but it's a juice. Can we talk about football? For yeah. Fuck's sake. But it's it's nice that you. I looked at that and thought that could be like the spine of our of our team going forward, and that that excites me. What the vagina? <laughs> we we were, we were much, um, we were much a better team. Everton, mm. as I said last week, we, I was a little bit worried. They were bit. fucking pony. I think <laughs> they shouldn't be pony, given the players they yeah, have. They, yeah, I know. I know. I we were the better team. And yeah. their fans as well, they were pony. Yeah. Really? They were fucking shit. I like but the Stone song. The Stone song is yeah. brilliant, and there was a pocket full of them singing oh. it. Absolutely brilliant song. Rest of it, where the fuck were they? Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, you're damn bullshit, Everton fan, saying that he reckons that if they'd they could have turned it up by like a little couple of percent and they would have beat us I know this yeah. is what's it, and, and that's why I'm kind of wary of where my position is when talking about Spurs because maybe I'm so biased and look for all the positives that but we, we did we, we, we handled them other easily. than a little ten minute spell kind of middle towards the end of the second half but other than that yeah. uh, it, it was our deficiencies that, that stopped the three points rather than anything else yeah. one, one thing I saw that I actually rather missed was um, Vertonghen running out the pitch with the ball mm. he, for, in his first season he did that all the time and it's something that you know it's good that he's got the confidence to do it because he's got Dar to go back to the position to kind of fill in for him when he goes at the pitch, and that's that's, that's encouraging too. Mm. That's another thing Dyer does as well. You can see him directing people where to go when people yeah. do 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 that and, um, and move out of position. Um. <laughs> You're not going to laugh at do do, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> We're in our thirties. When you, oh, I'm not actually. <laughs> when I, I, I thought our defensive two would be Mason and Bentaleb in midfield and Dyer is that he's going to start every game at the Pins midfield isn't he if that's, that's what happen. my point was it's irrelevant now I was talking about whether he's going to be doing it yeah. but he is that's, he is obviously what we're going to be using for the rest of the season I thought Bentaleb played well yeah, yeah. very well considering the stinker against United mm. 
Absolutely. All right, that's that's it. Unless you've got anything to add, Everton. Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> do do. All right. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, now we've got Windy. Windy here, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loan players as usual, on Tuesday Grant Ward played 76 minutes in Rotherham's 2-1 defeat to Norwich in the League Cup. He was in a half-time sub against Fulham in the Championship instead of 3-1 at home. On Wednesday, Nathan Odwa and Dominic Ball helped Rangers beat Airdrie 5-0 in the Scottish League Cup, both played 90 minutes. And then at the weekend, Dominic Ball made his first appearance in the Scottish Championship, replacing Rangers injured captain Lee Wallace in the 33rd minute. And Ball won the penalty that saw Rangers go 2-0 up. He was then joined by Nathan Ottawa in the 67th minute, who played a key role in the build-up to the awarding of a second penalty to their side. They eventually won 5-1. Connor Ogilvy completed the full match for Stevenage as they drew 1-0 at Dagenham and Redbridge in League 2. At the end of the transfer window, uh, DeAndre Yedlin joined Sunderland on loan, there were no further loan moves, although the loan window will be open again shortly. On to the youth teams. There was no under-18 match this week, but our under-21s played Everton on Bank Holiday Monday. It was the first match of the Premier League Under-21 International Cup, and we lost 4-1, Christian Magoma scoring a late consolation for us. Hugo Ekiog said after the match, there aren't too many positives to take out of a game, and that's always a concern. Everton is always a tough place to play, and with the exception of the captain, Philippe Lesniak, Cy Goddard and one or two others, it was disappointing. Some of our youth players have been representing England under-17s in matches against Italy, Turkey and Portugal. Sam Shishua, Keenan Bennett and Jaden Brown have all played their part. Shishua scored in a 2-1 win over Turkey. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Hi, Windy here. Thank you very much, Windy. It's the second half of the Fighting Cock podcast. Thanks, Windy. Cheers, Windy. We're back to talk about the transfer window. But before we do that, um, Mark Butcher, who's been on the podcast a number of times, written in the fanzines, written stuff for the blog, fantastic writer, he's also the editor or... He certainly has a major role in Boxing Monthly magazine. Yeah. Um, someone challenged him, I think, about his his thoughts on on the transfer window, uh, and uh, I don't know what was the question he was asked. Someone asked him if Spurs are a big club, and he basically shut this guy down. <laughs> shut <laughs> down. Shut down, man. Trust me, daddy. <laughs> So, this the is email response, is, yeah? I'm not a Sky football fan, so I don't think that way, John. I shouldn't say the guys I might have anyway. I've been hitting White Hart Lane to 79. Spurs have the sixth highest wage bill and generally finished fifth above Liverpool, six out of the last seven seasons. I don't believe Jamie Carragher or Thierry Henry are profits. <laughs> or 
dollars football in a packed pub with a gelled side parting and a bohemian hipster beard. Age 10, I was standing on my seat in foreign old Rotterdam holding a pint of lager as fans kicked the shit out of each other around me. <laughs> People have tried to stab me, throwing bricks, punches and even a potato. <laughs> I've hand-fed gypsy children sour cream Pringles in, in a parking mold over. My rep is bulletproof. The streets of Europe know my steez. <laughs> <laughs> These are the words of Mark Butcher. Mate. Gully. Mate. Yeah, that is gully, man. Shut down. <laughs> Beautiful. He's got to come back on soon. You have to, um, man. He's a, bit, a very busy man. He works all the hours God sends. I know. He's sent all over the world, yeah. Macau. He spends a lot of time in Macau. Yeah, I've never it, even yeah. fucking heard of Macau. Nothing to do with boxing. He's <laughs> 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 Macau. He talks about the stories he's got. We'll get him on and he can tell us some stories about what happened in Macau. It involved um, midgets and, and drugs, I think. But just... Um, <laughs> I don't know if he can say that or yeah, I should have said that. Shut down. Mm. <laughs> anyway, transfer window. Uh, we signed Ali, Alderweireld, uh, Wimmer, Trippier, Clinton, Ver- and, and Jay. Just call it Clinton. Clinton and, and Son or Son. Um, mm. How do you think? Are you happy with the window? There's been a lot of commotion on Twitter. People are very angry at Levy, aren't they? Very, very angry at him. Um, angry. I can get it to a certain extent. We have only got one striker, despite the club claiming that Son's a striker when really he's, he plays inside forward, doesn't he? I think. Um, can you understand people's anger? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's With the situation that we're in, and you look at things like you know, net spend and, and where we are in that kind of net spend detail, I can, I can, I can totally get why people... Uh, want everything now you know and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing but I think what it boils down to is we're, I think we're in a very unique position as a club when we're in the transfer window we are not in that big four so we are in that little group of two three teams that have penetrated the Champions League places in the <laughs> have got into the Champions League places in the last in the last couple of years right now so say really only two Tottenham and Liverpool we can't compete with Liverpool when it comes to wages as we've seen with James Milner so they even have a different set of players that they can go for but perhaps we can't sometimes so we are kind of left on our own maybe us maybe Southampton maybe coming up behind in that group of, of players that are not going into Champions League and not going into and but want to be in Europa League and it, it's it's a tough pool to choose from you think Southampton uh, are coming up behind yes <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but well, do you see what I mean? Well, I think, well, I think there isn't another club that are in our position, I don't think. Yeah, I, yeah, I can get I get what you're saying, completely. Wait, what do you think of the transfer market or window? Oh, um, <clears throat> obviously, we were in for a striker. We can't expect Harry Kane to do to go the whole season, or at least till January, uh, to carry the team on his own and, and score. But I think with the additions of Njay and Son... Um, they are going to contribute goals. There's Ericsson as well, um, so and, and Chadley. It, it's it's really difficult because uh, on one side, you know, I don't want us to be held to ransom because we need a striker. So uh, Berahino, if we would have put thirty million in for him, then we, you know, we, we probably would have got him. But that's paying way over the odds and. I, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to go down that route. So you've either got a position of where you can get someone that is uh, affordable and that is worth worth that price, or what you feel is worth that price, or you can do a Man United and sign that 
Anthony Marshall for fucking God knows how much that was worth. Mm. Uh, so you can just throw money at the situation. Um, and for a team, I, I, I hate to go into it, but for a team that is trying to build a new stadium, um, need to save money, but also need to you know still compete in Europe and things, you've, you've got to tread carefully. You can't just wank loads of money on a single player. And the thing is as well, and people, again, are going to hate this, but... Um, you do have players that you know if Kane's out for three or four games or something then you can put Son up front you could even put Chadley up front and even at a stretch Lamella can play up front oh. and, and, and no I know I know, I know, <laughs> no, I know we know, I know, you know what you're saying no he can't you've said enough yeah. nor can Chadley we saw him in Stoke it, we were, he was useless the thing up, is up everyone always says about Chadley he doesn't do anything except from score goals yeah but you, you asked him to play with his back to goal and he yeah. can't do that. Yeah, that was a rubbish point. No, it's a good point. I don't point. think so. No. That's right. <clears throat> what, you want to see Lamella up front? No, I don't I'm not saying want to. to. Yeah. Sounds no like one he wants does. to. But well, we can't do that. That can't be our, uh, our options. That have Lamella or Chadley up front can't be our options if we got if we've got any kind of ambition. Well, no, but what Rick's well, saying well, is we've got that's, some... that's what we're left with now. <laughs> mate. So, so, so therefore, we should be unhappy with the transfer window. Yeah, you can be unhappy. Argue. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't care, really. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really bothered, mate, to be honest. I, I, I haven't sat there. Do you know what? Like, yeah. Do you know what? Phone and it's bad that we, you know, we record a podcast, lots of people listen to it, and we're supposed to have opinions, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, uh, there's me nothing, too. There's literally nothing I can do yeah. uh, to, to help this situation no, and, or make it worse. And I think we'll, uh, I think... <laughs> With, with the players that we sign and the pacey wingers and more direct I think we'll create more I think we'll create more chances than what we're doing now and I think we'll probably be able to muddle through until January but then there's also the, the other point of we've had the whole summer to pick someone we've had this, you know this amount of time to go out and get players but as people know transfers aren't like going up to something and just saying yeah I'm going to buy that for £2.99 and it's the transaction's done and another thing as well that Motherfucker, I forgot my point. All right, T's had his hand up for about four right, years. No, yeah. no, hang on a second. Come back, come back. Right, right uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that you know, uh, Berahino, he's our, he's our plan A. Do we have a plan B, plan C, plan D, and stuff like that? And it's really hard because you've got a certain amount of money, and like I wouldn't go and put a deposit and think I'm going to buy that house for three hundred grand. But what I'm also going to do is buy five other houses and put deposits just in case that one falls through <laughs> so it, it's really hard to kind of w- what you're trying to do yeah you should have some you, you should have some other ideas and you should have done it earlier but that's that's the way it is so just that's all we can deal with I'm not going to sit at home and you know just get in my bath and ask my missus to throw the toaster in after <laughs> and think this day is done it's not that's that's one of the best <laughs> speeches I've ever heard. I reckon she would throw the toaster in. Yeah, and I wouldn't have even asked her to either. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you in there, Ricky Cardiff? Would it. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, Ricky would have heard of it out, man. Oosh! Damn it. Go on, T. <laughs> um, I think um, Ryan Sterling going for £47 million has distorted the market a little bit because Berrino scored more goals than Sterling last season, for example. Even though it's only, only after one season. So... 
I can understand why West Brom are holding us to ransom. I'm happy with the window. I think having one striker up front is um, is a bit irresponsible and negligible. And the fact that they've given Adibar your no number. Obviously, I mean, Adibar's got his problems and we couldn't get rid of him in the end. But I think there's going to have to be some kind of clam down because... Um, Kane can't play every game so from that point of view I'm not happy but I said in the first half that defensively we had issues last season and Older Railroad I think is probably the best signing of the whole bunch he's been yeah. looks like he's been at Spurs for years he'll be our captain before long in my opinion so we filled gaps we had a backup right back because we only had um, we had Kirikesh at right back last season and Dyer and so the window did close a lot of gaps but I think the gaping hole is up front who gaping hole <laughs> So, I mean, like, uh, sorry, uh, just to carry on, what the team was saying like, a lot of our a lot of our problems last season was defence and c- and conceding. We've got we've brought in quite a few defenders, um, and it is looking a, a lot stronger at the back. And we've cleared a lot of our shit out that you know people are on high wages, people that weren't performing, people that have been there for one season and they've been jogged on. Um, and yeah, a- again, it's a, it's a glaring kind of miss that we haven't got a striker to support Kane. And if he gets injured, then we are going to have to muddle through. But, um, you know, again, what, what's done is done, really. I, I can't really say anything more. I will do. <laughs> I think, um, uh, like I said, I, I get why people are angry. And I think we've kind of laid out the, the, the positive side to look at it, if, if, if you go into look at it like that. But one of the things that adds to it, I think, particularly with social media, is that ooh, it's a frustrating window. But we, are, we have a club that are almost the complete opposite of what West Brom have done with, with Berahino this year, in, this year in terms of what the quote's coming out and the chairman making comments after every every bid. We have a club. After that summer of us... Remember that summer where Hoddle was in charge and it was like, oh, you know, we were we were in for Rivalda but it didn't come. Or we were in for so-and-so and it just didn't quite happen. And we got just completely ridiculed by it. And since then, and particularly since he's come in, they've said, look, nothing goes out, or not directly from the club anyway. And so everything that you hear is second-hand. Like that tweet that suddenly went round this afternoon of, oh, BBC so-and-so understands oh. that Spurs offered five million quid up front with the rest on instalments and add-ons. There is nothing that then comes back from the club in any way, shape or form. For for, for Berahino. That's what, that's what the tweet was going around from BBC saying that it was five million quid up front and then offered an add-ons and incentives. Yeah. That was the deal. That was, but this is what I mean. This is what they were saying it was. What? Is that, so that's not true? I have well, this, this is what I mean. Because the club does, no club would come out and directly comment on figures anyway. But the you can imagine that being true. Yeah. Yeah, it's five million pounds for one of the best prospects in England. Will you let me finish my point, you can It's five million pounds. <laughs> yeah, let my man finish, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> right. So because people don't know... Go on, yeah, cheers. What? Because people don't know, that makes the, the, the anger twice as much because they automatically take that as true because they're not given anything else mm. in any form of communication to, to even douse that fire. And so that's, that's what really adds to it. Now you can go. No, I've got nothing to say. Oh, well, we, we, we were asked a question um, by Liam Peters on Facebook. Is another manager to get the bullet in the summer after being left short by Levy? And um, I think what Liam's referring to is in the past week or so, Potts has made it clear that we need a striker mm. and... We have not got one. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we had Berry, you know, I mean, Austin, I don't think any of us really wanted him, but there were strikers available who we could have got in, and we haven't got any in, so I can understand why people aren't, aren't happy. And um, I think when you read something in text, it's, it's hyperbolic and it seems OTT, and a lot of people are upset. I mean, it's just people repeating themselves over and over again, but I, I can understand because... I think a club of our size should really have that sorted out. In some shape or form. Yeah, you're right. Do you? I think um, 
with Potch as well, he, he always talks about a philosophy and getting the right player, the right fit. They have to do a job, and what, exactly what he wants or the, what the you know team want the, that player to do. And I'd be really dis. I mean, like, although we we have our targets and they've identified people who they think can fit that role, but I would be really disappointed if it got to the point where as the targets that we had we couldn't get. So let's just go and buy fucking fat lump Charlie Austin and stick him in there because the fans are on our back we've got to buy someone fuck it let's just go and buy him he's yeah. like a couple of miles down the road and it'll appease our fans because if that doesn't buy into the philosophy and then he's got to start using that player and you know it's just would you want it Charlie Austin? no well, he, but he scored shit loads of goals last year I, 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 I am. I am. I'm, I'm, stra- I'm surprised. This is Gary Hooper, though, for me. Well, I'm surprised. I mean, from what he did in a team that didn't create a huge amount of chances last year in QPR, you know, to score that amount of goals is, you know, is, is an achievement. Yeah. So I, I don't. I, he could. He could probably do a job. Uh, but again, as Rick said, I think Rick's right. Going out and just doing it because. I mean, what are they going to do? Look on Twitter and go, oh, I have loads of people are angry. You better he, go out and buy someone. He could have bought Barino this, this summer. <clears throat> he could have done that if he really wanted. If he, if he, if he wasn't trying to be Machiavellian and, and engineer the best possible deal, and actually just in this one, we need a striker. We're desperately short <laughs> up, up front. Let's actually go and get him instead of fucking around. Until yeah, I, I don't think break. anyone disagrees with that. And the, and the thing is as well, if if that who Potts has identified and said, this is the player that I honestly think will do the things that I want within the team and this is how I want him to play then yeah he should have gone out and said look obviously they've identified him as a player we want right otherwise we wouldn't have put four bids in for him that's his job to then fucking get that player in that's Levy's job and Baldini and Paul Mitchell whoever it is it's their job to get it in if Pochettino can't deliver because he hasn't given the tools to, to, to finish a job properly yeah. he's next on the line he'll get sacked who the fuck's going to sack Levy because he hasn't done his job properly. Yeah, you know, Poch, if Poch could walk before the podcast even comes out, you know, I mean, he's, as I said, for the past week he's been talking about his truck, he hasn't, he hasn't got him, and to, a, to an extent, I wouldn't really blame him. I think there's been noises coming out of the club. I've been saying from 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 what you hear uh, of saying that they were actually quite relaxed about the situation. I think they are a lot more excited about NG and Sun in particular than perhaps we are at the minute because we don't know anything about them again Um, it's a lack of so I think what they were saying is look if if it comes in fantastic but I feel that we're in an okay position for now and and he might as well have been told look this next year 18 months two years is going to be a bit of a slog we give you a five year contract um, you know, you might not get everything that you want to start with, but this is why we're giving you a longer term. We promise to, to you know, to stick with you and go from there. Less hope so, anyway. I can't remember if it was Spooky asked on Twitter, but if we signed Clinton and Son, like a Bay Law Firm, today, <laughs> and not last week, like a couple of weeks, it might be a different story. Yeah. So the fact that we signed them early doors, maybe there's, there's in the excitement, but the fact we got... Because when we signed attacking players... Actually, the wrong point. We've not so many attacking players over the last couple of years since the uh, Magnificent Seven. Mm. They've all been defensive players. Last year we bought an entire... We bought a back five. And um, I think Fazio and um, Dar are the only surviving ones, I believe. Yeah. Davis ain't really playing. Form the backup anyway. Stambouli's gone. Yeah. What do you, so, what do you think of um, Bruno's tweet? I think it's ill-advised. I think he can't go on. He can't go on strike. Uh, it's a shame he misspelled. He <laughs> fucked it up at the end of it. 
and missing out playing four piece rather than just saying play piece at the end of it ruined it slightly. But uh, what, Mr. Comma? What, yeah. what does that mean? Play piece. It said Jeremy piece. Yeah. So they won't play again. Won't play again for Jeremy piece. What he meant. Oh, he just said Jeremy I won't piece. play piece. He was the uh, chairman of yeah. West Brom. But I think in a, I think it, it comes to a situation now where there's going to be a someone will climb down now it's either it's of all the advice he would have got from agents or from people saying in his ear or to push push it through do this do that it, he's the only one that loses out of it now which i think is which i think is sad and is a shame but again we don't know what he's been promised last year he could have been promised in the summer saying look if a bit of x amount comes in you're allowed to go they've right. suddenly changed their mind don't we don't know That's don't you problem. think that as a professional footballer as a professional in a job that you're being paid to do you should stop being such a little bitch <laughs> and not fucking send tweets like that. Do you really want a player who's going to do the same thing when Real Madrid come in for him in t- two years? Uh, no, is this simple answer? He's like, what the? F-? I read it and I was like, you fucking fanny. But it goes two ways, doesn't it? You look at all the comments that come from from West Brom and with Jeremy Peace and stuff, and talking about oh, it's unsettling our players and stuff. They would have done exactly the same when they wanted a player from from someone else. So that's what the same. It goes with Martinez that's been saying about John Stones. As much as I like Chelsea not getting players and being shown, you know, you can't just go in and bulldoze. Uh, but it's it's it, it takes away from this kind of food chain mentality of football, which I suppose yeah. is a good thing. Leon McKenzie, when he was at Norwich, um, was trying to force a move out of his club, and his agent was saying to him, "You have to cut ties with the club. You have to not turn up for training. You have to not answer the phone to him. Do everything you can to be as difficult as possible to get the move that you want. And that's how you have to behave if you want to move to get out of the club." And then, and you kind of, you, you, I guess as a footballer, you're sitting there thinking, well, what do I really want? Do I do I want to be playing for Spurs so badly that I'm willing to make myself or to ostracise myself from the people that I've been building a career with? Hmm. It's like doing that at your own job. I know football's a different world completely, but you're being asked to act like an absolute cunt just so you can get more money or play for a team that's slightly better than West Brom, as Tottenham are marginally more better <laughs> at some to some degree. I don't think it's acceptable, really. But I believe him giving him the transfer request, I believe he's probably been told, whether it's by the club or by his agent, that him giving that facilitates the move. And until today, he'd said nothing. Mm. And he wasn't even selected to play. Mm. So that's even worse. For the last two, three weeks, he hasn't even started the games. And um, Rondon's done quite well. Scored a good goal against figures Sunderland or yeah. Villa, one of the, one of the teams. So... um so they've already got four or five strikers. They play one up top, so I just don't understand why I didn't let him go. But then it swings in round the bus because we've been on the other side of it. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's, it's a shame and it's, it's something that he probably will probably come to, come to regret. But again, I think the main point is, is we don't know what he's been promised and been told, as it, as it says at the start of his tweet. You know, it, it's slightly unprofessional. But then again, he's a young, what, 21 yeah. years old? He's a 21-year-old lad, you know? It's, but he's, in a, he's, he's being paid a lot of money. He's in a position of, of high pressure. But it's all irrelative. That age, you, make, you do silly things. You make silly judgments. It's not the end of the world. People judge your judgments. So they should. Ricky? No. <laughs> what do you think about him? Uh, no, I think it was a bit poor form on his part. I think uh, whoever's, whoever's advised him to do that, I mean, um, when was that tweet sent as well? Like four o'clock or something? 40 minutes before the window shut. Well, well then, you, I was serious as soon as I saw that, saw that tweet. I knew it wasn't a ploy to, to make the move happen. You knew it was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so happened in January, yeah. Maybe. I don't think so. No. Really? He's I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up going to sign a contract extension and yeah, yeah everything's all happy bunnies. Is, is that he's, he, he, the, the Euros are coming up. He had he was on the edges of the England squad as it is. Yeah. 
You know, he's coming playing well for the under 21s. If he spends the whole season in with the kids, then he's. Uh, it's that's fucking everything. Happen. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. Exactly, well, it, that's what I mean. You don't have to climb down now, isn't yeah. it? Which is, which is you know, do you know what else? I think it's, it's not a bad thing that clubs are getting a bit more staunch no, with their players. No, absolutely not. It actually, it's healthier. You know, player power isn't a healthy thing. It's not a good thing for football. Um, I liked what, what, what Everton did with Stones and said, fuck off, we're not, you know, he ain't going. You can throw as much money as you want at this, Chelsea. He is not your player and he's not going there. And I think the difference between it is Stones is obviously a model professional. He's willing to play and regardless of whether or not he wants to stay at the club he's going to give his best because that's what we've seen there's evidence yeah. of that Barino's saying I'm never going to play for you again yeah. the difference between the two I know I'd rather have at the club no, I mean you're right it's nice I think Seb said uh, on Wurus on a couple of weeks ago that it was just this whole kind of uh, food chain of the top four coming in and, and they, they'll come into teams like a, you know, say Tottenham or a West Brom or whoever it is and I say and us as fans don't get to enjoy those players for longer than a year or two years because it's like those clubs saying well well, you lot don't matter because they're going to come to us eventually so you might as well just give them to us now and, and just fuck all the money of you and we don't get to enjoy those players it's hard to fall in love with the players as well because you just don't know what they're thinking and, and how long they're going to be there well I think the TV deal is another issue as well I mean the clubs don't need the money Absolutely. anymore to stay afloat Mm. So, you've got teams like Stoke and Palace buying, <coughs> they're buying loads of players. I think, I'm trying to figure who bought the most players in the window. It wasn't West Ham, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, these aren't, these aren't even the top four, the top six. These are smaller clubs buying loads of players. So, I think they're in a strong position now. don't need to sell. Even you know, Villa have spent nearly 40-odd million quid. You know, Ayo. Ayo. Oh, what a player Which one? Is, yeah. the Villa the Swansea one. Swansea, Swansea yeah, forward, yeah. right? He's on £120,000 a week. So he also came on a free. Yes, but, but still, still, that is an insane amount. I mean, we haven't. We've got very few players on that money. Oh, he's a fantastic player, though. He's well, just I, what we need. If yeah. we paid him 120 grand a week, I think the Tottenham would burn down. Yeah. Well, who are you? Yeah, 120 grand a week for him. No, but it, but it all becomes relative, as you say. No. TV money and uh, coming on a free transfer, it, it all I mean, weighs itself. Well, up, I understand it? it's not my money. I can understand why we didn't sign him. If that's what. Yeah, but now you would take him because we've only got Kane. No, because he's, he's not really a striker, is he? He's like um, an Ericsson. All right. Uh, we've got some questions. We've got no team to, uh, game to preview because fucking England shit. Um, Gary Devlin on Twitter says, when has been your biggest Spurs meltdown and why? I think mine might be coming this afternoon. Your biggest Spurs meltdown when you've lost it about Spurs? Uh, <clears throat> I'd say one that comes to note would be uh, the sacking of Martin Yell. Yeah, that was a dark time. I remember yeah. I was up at the uh, Hope, Hope and Anchor. Anchor. Yeah, we yeah. were there. And, uh, and he's crying outside yeah. the pub. No, I wasn't crying. I, I was literally, I, I was on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> and I, said, I was saying to you that I've, I'm done with my season ticket. I don't, I don't want to have any more to do with this club. I don't get any enjoyment out of this. This is fucking ridiculous. Um, and I really was at a low point there. Just, I just, that was it. I was exactly the same. I, I, Stop! I didn't. You can't stop a membership, can you? I don't think. But I just said, look, I'm not. I won't. I refuse now to go to any other games. It was disgusting the way the way you got to. And then of course we got to the fucking cut final. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go. It was one of the hardest things. I'm, I've heard because yeah, of your story of you and Rick together at that cut final. Yeah, yeah. When you jumped into each Chelsea. other's arms. Yeah, it was glorious. And yeah. I hear those stories, and I think, oh yeah, fuck you, yeah, morals. You, you, <laughs> no, you, you have your dignity. I, and I did. I was. I said, I'm, I'm not going. So I sat in that farmer's pub in Gloucestershire and didn't, didn't, didn't just, just watch sat there. Yeah, on your own. Um, I was the only Spurs fan. Yeah. Oh, geez, that's bleak. Mm. But you will live out there. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I think my, mine was the when when it looked like we were going to go to Stratford when we were oh yeah yeah that's a bad one when yeah. we put the bid in and I I realised I couldn't I couldn't pay into it anymore it wasn't my Tottenham that mm. wasn't Tottenham and, and if we were moving away from from the area and willing to trade every uh, what at the time must have been about 125 years probably a bit more mm. of tradition and just sell it down the river I just couldn't go I couldn't pay into it and I didn't I stopped going. That's the biggest off-pitch thing, I think. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I missed a few games. Like Crunchyard scored in the last minute against Bolton. Bolton. Bolton yeah. And and like, I didn't get support from my family. <laughs> no, <laughs> think, do you know what? Because we all went to the pub after laughing because you were at home when you were watching on a, on a fucking broken stream. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't like... Him and his fucking morals. Well, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. And, and that's the fucking know, problem a, with yeah, football. Yeah. That's the fucking yeah, problem with Ricky. football. <laughs> Not Ricky, because Ricky understood. But my brothers, they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't care how much their tickets cost. We'll buy them. Yeah. doesn't matter who we sign. Just give them as much money. I just want to see players. And I, I get it. And you know what? Football is about entertaining. It's a, it's a pastime for most people. It's something that entertains you to take you out of the doldrums and depression of everyday life and give you something else, a bit of escapism. But at the time, it was a lot more than that for me, and I was just—I was sick to, to, the, to my back teeth of, uh, of the idea of uh, basically Levy just running it, just a fucking, just oh, I've got no words. It was just a horrible time. Yeah, I lost it completely. But luckily, West Ham beat them to it, and they're moving into that that, that stadium. That's going to be beautiful because what a disgusting, horrible stadium that is. It's not a football stadium for a start. No, it won't be there. Anyway, fuck that. Um, I was going to say the parallel to that was um, when Man City beat United 6-1 at their ground. Now, City got their money through ill-gotten means and, you know, the ball is super players. So I'm saying the Spurs got their oligarch. I've always said I don't know if I'd have them out, I'd be in it. But seeing us toast Arsenal 6-1 at their ground you know with, with Rodriguez, yeah. I don't know, Benzema and yeah. Lewandowski and yeah. Lam or Alaba at left back, I'd be like, you know what, yeah. this is dirty back, fucking have it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, the first couple of seasons, as you know, everything about being brought out by an oligarch, all the bits of yeah. smashing Arsenal to bits, yeah. I would love it. Yeah. I, would, I would gladly go into that knowing that it would destroy Arsenal fans. Can you imagine their little FIFA, FIFA rant? <laughs> you know every Arsenal yeah. fan fan's basically a, a 16-year-old kid yeah. in a city kid playing FIFA. Jeremy yeah. Beadle hands just... You know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Beadle Arsenal fans. Um, um, I think, yeah, I think... think R.I.P., by the way. <laughs> I think my um, my biggest meltdown was um, when Drogba scored the winning penalty in the Champions League final. Um, I don't think uh, I said a word for about a day. Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't speak. And at the time, abused. And, and at the time, <laughs> it wasn't like that. Yeah. And at the time, I worked in Kingston, which is um, Chelsea, which is you know Chelsea area, and um, and I had to go past the stadium every day on the train. Yeah. I had to sit in my back to the stadium because I just couldn't even look at it. Do you know what? I'm not normally soft like that, but that really, really hurt. That game, it was when I just... I hadn't been in London for a huge... I just moved to Staines, so I'd come out of Wimbledon and gone, and gone to Staines, and it's all Chelsea there, oh. and I had to watch it. The only place that was showing it um, was was a Chelsea pub, essentially. A pretty rough pub. Uh, and um, when Chelsea... When he equalised, when they equalised the first one, um, this... 18 stone Chelsea bloke just picked me up and was like hugging and jumping up and down. I mean, what was I going to do? I, I couldn't be like, get the fuck off of me. Go in, go in. Yeah, just <laughs> like that, like starfish, like, like trying to get a kid in a, in, a, in a car chair, right? Just like that, <laughs> just hold it like that. 
And uh, and then when they scored, the um, I just kind of walked out, and they all realised I was Spurs because I was like, you know, yeah. dabbing away the tears. And you imagine just they all came out of the pub and shouted at me as I was walking off. Did they? <laughs> mm. Just saying. Well, the new US Spurs. Just laughing at me. Not mm. not even like being mean. Just laughing. Yeah, in my that's face. quite mean to be yeah. fair. Do you know what? I, they didn't even. That didn't get me. Oh, did it not? Oh, I watched it. Made me sick to my stomach. I watched it and I was kind of. It was kind of like. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, no. but I, it was kind of like. I got a nice question. It was. That's just what happens to us. Yeah, but that's what that I is, hate. That, that's yeah. never eliminated. That's like that's how I got over. I thought, well, this is Spurs. This, yeah. is, this it's, is how it's meant to be. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's going to be alright. We got a nicer question than that. Yeah. yeah go for number three. Uh, Kane does his knee <laughs> versus oh, Sunday. Not that one. <laughs> no. That what, the, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> no. Fuck, fuck you, Nick Gray. We're not answering. Um, w- would you rather have your body found on a pile of sex toys or a pile of drugs? That's oh, not a nice Matthew question. Matthew Castell on Twitter. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I often think about this. Your body found. Yeah, because yeah, like by a dead body. I have a side, a side, a side kind of idea about this because I often worry that if I die in the next couple of weeks, I've got some shit that I need to like, that can't be found. I, th- I don't want things to be found like by my mum and that. Like what? Uh, well, I can't say can he? No, I can. There's a hard drive. That was the choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. If I die, there's a hard drive under my sofa. Okay. <laughs> Rick. You go to my <laughs> mate. I ain't getting done for paedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still, there's a hard drive. <laughs> oh, I've slept on that sofa loads of times. There is, there isn't there any. There's no hard drive. Yeah. T's got hard drives, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but no. What's the, but in the, what's the what would it? Why would it be? Pre- no, but no, but do you not worry about like if you die early that people will find well, you? I don't care because I won't be here, will I? Yeah, but they'll they'll remember you like well, my legacy. But it's like your legacy will be by <laughs> my legacy will be dildos or the dirty porn, the LSD, <laughs> the dark porn. And it's like you know whenever some after whenever whenever wank, um, I sometimes like, what if I collapse and you know burst a vessel in my brain? I'm just found, I'm just found crouched over my PC, watching something, watching something like Ebony, Big Boot, <laughs> and I'm just I'm found like this. I just thought, what happened? Just imagine that. But what? Even what? Shame. What'll happen? Nothing'll happen. No. You won't know anything about it. it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, the people. Like, what do you mean he won't know anything about it? He'll be there with his cock in his hand, and all of a sudden his vision will go. Then he'll go. And then he'll go deaf, and then and then he'll go. It's happened. You knew this would happen, T. Oh, you mean that couple of split seconds when you know it's happening? Yeah, you can even stop it. As he's going, he's just. Just like, fl- like, flailing for the mouse button. Yeah. Yeah. X, 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 Parts of the crust. I'm likely to be found on a yeah, drug, so yeah, no yeah. issue with that. Within the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but drugs. What, what's worse? What's more embarrassing, drugs or, 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 or sex porn? I, I don't care. Sex, sex <coughs> porn. Sex, right, partridge. Sex porn. <laughs> <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> You've been watching some of that sex porn lately. Yeah. Yeah. Sex people. Yeah. Some of bloody good sex porn. Yeah. <laughs> been on that My Face recently. There's loads of like, sexy pictures on that. Right, when, when, I, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I used to be quite like messy. I wouldn't turn in my room up. I couldn't be a fuck like that. Um, Badass. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, <laughs> mum and dad. Or oh, stepmum. Yeah, my dad couldn't hold a marriage together. You're laughing still, are you? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and he, uh, basically, the, my, I, I didn't hit 
hang any other item of clothing up. It was just a big pile at the bottom of the wardrobe. <laughs> and under that big pile was a couple of porno mags that I'd stolen off my brother. Mm. He, he doesn't know that. He always wondered where they went. I've got them. I had them. <laughs> Um, they're good ones. Joe Guest was on the front. Oh, I like Joe Guest. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Joe Guest. <laughs> uh, and my, my, yeah, my, ste- my step, <laughs> my stepmum took the porn mug out, p- p- threw all the clothes on the floor, and placed them on top of the pile, neatly on top of the pile. That's nice to crucify me. Yeah, yeah that's out of all the shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah porn shaming. Yeah. <laughs> And and I I spent my like hours up in my room too embarrassed to go downstairs because they everyone knew everyone knew and I've, I've been up there wanking away yeah. for hours at a time at the same fucking pictures. Did you it ever never uh, got boring? Did you ever find your dad's porn stash? Yeah, mm. yeah. I found it and put on the DVD a blank DVD. Oh, right. well, you see, you don't know what it is. It's like a white a white. Well, let's just say I a wish white label. What was it? Yeah, Do you know what to say? Uh, was yeah, no, no, I don't want to say. Was but it farmer was, porn? No, was it but it, it was like a, it was like a real pick a mix of stuff. <laughs> like not even mum com- and dad, mum and dad, a compendium. No, 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 not them. Not like a homemade blank. I just literally puke beer on it. On the floor. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> mum, 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 I can't believe you got that to agree. <laughs> mum, I can't believe all that butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, butter. <laughs> yeah. and Joe Guest was on that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> mum and dad, butter young free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad listens to this. <laughs> yeah. He called me a little girl. He did call oh. you a little girl, yeah, so I'd, dad, I'd, I'd, I'd stop oh, it for you. No, I'll have him any, ta- any dad or My dad looks like a healthy Gaza. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, if he wasn't, like, you know, if Gaza wasn't... You know, Gaza. Yeah. Imagine uh, Gaza a bit fat. Yeah. That's what my dad looks like, but he's ours now, so he could. Yeah, I don't really want to fight you, Mr Richards. Uh, I love you. OK. OK, that's it. Anything else no. uh, you want to talk about? Definitely um, not. No, we talked about edging a little bit earlier, but we can leave that for another podcast, can't we? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we'll talk... Google edging. That's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what we were discussing. In, in Non-cricket edging. Uh, that's, that's, that's our transfer window, really. Yeah. Edging. Edging. <laughs> Keep uh, keep downloading the podcast, <laughs> please, <laughs> please, <laughs> please, do forget. You know what? It, it, football gets a little bit. You know, we talk about the same thing every week, and, and yeah. it's fun for us to talk about dirty stuff. Do you know what? It's always fun. There's a nice pattern. Whenever there's international, during, before, and after an international week, uh, sex and wanking seems to to rear its head. Uh, yeah, we've in got many a, ways. We've got R- a, write some reviews as well. Yeah, get some get some bloody reviews on the old uh, <laughs> iTunes. What is it? iTunes. That's the one. Yeah. And, um, can you not write any of your iTunes uh, reviews on anything else? You reviews can, on Facebook and whatever. My face. <laughs> My face. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. Um, this, uh, thank you for downloading the podcast. We've also got the app um, on both iOS and Android. Android uh, fanzines. Actually, I found Ooh. another box of issue three. Oh, so you haven't sold out? No, no. I've got, I've got about we've got about seventy copies of issue three. Oh, get them now! Limited edition. Yeah. So if anyone wants issue three, is that the Gaza one? Yeah, the one with yeah. Gaza on the front. I need one of yeah, those. Yeah, I, I haven't got one, one, well, I haven't got one either. All right, I'll sort you out. Um, so I found another box. Um, it says sold out on the site when you go through, I think, but they're not sold out. We're going to change that. So if you want a copy of those, three pound fifty, we'll send them to your door. Um, t-shirts. That's it. Yeah. All I've got to say is, 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 keep the faith.
Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.